and welcome back to Not By Bread Alone. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, you can reach me at my Instagram. It is radfia. That is R-A-D-P-H-I-A. All right, so this episode is a little bit different than what I've done in the past. And like every podcast I do, I want it to be of some sort of benefit for someone else. And I also want to share my truth and like things I'm going through as I do these episodes. And here recently, I've really been struggling with, I guess in a way, forgiveness, but I'm also really frustrated and it's not even like I'm mad about what happened. It just upsets me and I just want to shed light on what I've personally experienced in a previous church that really upset me and also the fact that I'm hearing other churches that are doing similar things to different people and it's just got me thinking what's going on in the church and I'm by no means bashing churches or saying churches are bad or church people are bad or you should not go to church yada 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 I am by no means saying that but do I feel a little frustrated yes do I feel like almost like I guess concern is really the right word I really feel like what is going on in the church And I'm not sitting here saying it's the Baptist church or it's the Methodist. I'm talking about churches that are fundamentally Christianity that are doing similar things regardless of their uh, denomination or non-denominational even. So to explain what happened to us, us being Brad and I, we started going to a church. We loved it. Brad was playing in the band, the drums, and it was just fantastic. And then out of nowhere, it just felt like the script got flipped, if you will, and things just started becoming problems that should not be problems. And we were getting whiplash. Well, I shouldn't use whiplash, I guess, but we were getting at what felt like attacked by the preacher and his wife in this church. And just to give a little information, it was like they were finding problems with us but weren't really addressing what the true issue was, kind of. Like, they would just say things like, oh, well, you guys leave the church service early and you need to be staying here the entire time just in case we need you to play after service which I agree you know if Brad's in the band then yeah he needs to be staying there the whole time but it wasn't like every Sunday and at the time we had an infant baby so if my baby is crying and needs to be nursed I'm gonna go to my car and take care of her I didn't feel comfortable going to the nursery there was no privacy in the nursery so yeah there were days where we left the church early or the church service early after he had played music and they never played music after a sermon, but there was a potential that they could one day, one Sunday do that. And that's, you know, a possibility. And there were times we would leave and it never really was an issue until all of a sudden, like everything was an issue. And they just kind of like threw everything at us. Like you did blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. So it was frustrating in that sense. And 
it all started with us not following them anymore on Instagram. And why does it matter if I follow you on Instagram? What are the bases of going to church? I thought going to church was to worship God, celebrating Him, and growing in your relationship with God. Not just knowing Him, but like growing in Him, being having an intimate relationship, and also pursuing your purpose in Christ. That's what I thought it was for. And I thought we all gather together to influence each other and to help each and every one of us reach our purpose. But you hear about churches doing these things to people and losing sight on what really matters. And it upsets me. I also heard about through other people that there was this church making a covenant. And the covenant was that by signing this paper, you were agreeing to tithe every Sunday, be there every Sunday, and if you volunteered or did anything in the church, you would be committed to that fully and never miss it. And if you did not sign the covenant, you could not participate in, I think, any of like the voting that the church would do, regardless if you were a member. So the covenant overrode your membership of a church, which that to me just sounds insane. And once again, incredibly frustrating. And that brings me to the whole tithing thing. Like tithing is between you and God and no one else. No one in a church should even know, oh, yes, he tithes, he doesn't. Oh, she does sometimes. Oh, this person never does. That's not what, like, it's between you and God. God knows if you tithe and that's all that matters. It doesn't matter if those people know and it's none of their business. Like I said, it's between you and God. So that really, really strikes a nerve with me when I hear about a church doing that to people. Which brings me back to the previous church I was talking about that we were involved with. And they presented, the band presented it to Brad that everyone in the band needs to be tithing. And once again, everyone in the band was like, but that's between us and God. Like, how are you going to hold, how are you going to know if I'm tithing or not? And the preacher's wife made the comment, well, I can find out like what you're going to fight. Who do you think you are where you think that's appropriate for you to go and find out who's tithing or not? It's just it's crazy to me. And what if they do it anonymously and don't put their name on the envelope? What are you going to do then? Just assume they didn't tithe? The whole thing is just so insane to me. And just as I talk about it, it just, it just makes my blood boil because it frustrates me that people want to get wrapped up into things that don't even matter. And they are losing sight on what really matters and the whole purpose of church and reaching out to people and finding people that are lost to be found and like live their life in Christ like you want them to. But instead, we're getting hung up on these silly things about who's tithing, who's not tithing, what color shoes they're wearing to church, who brushed their teeth, who didn't. And it's just, we're losing sight of what really matters. And it's really bothered me. And Brad and I both got hurt by them. And... I guess in some way I'm still struggling with getting over it. And it when like when I think about them, I don't feel like I'm angry towards them. 
I feel like they have some things going on in their lives and that doesn't make it okay. But I do know that hurt people hurt people and that whatever is really bothering them, they're not even talking about it, what really was going on when this went down. Instead, they were like bandaging it with coming after what felt like Brad and I instead of really genuinely trying to work things out with us. It was this battle between two forces, if you will. And it's just communication completely got lost and severed. And it's just really sad that as a leader of a church, I don't think you should behave that way or allow people to behave that way or even come after people like that. And I also just feel like I just want to apologize on behalf of anyone that's ever been hurt as well in the church. Like, it's so sad that there are people in churches that are misrepresenting God. And it it really breaks my heart, and I hope this isn't the case, but that some people may feel like, wow, if that's what God is, I can't be of what, I can't be a part of that. If that's how Christians are, I can't be a part of that. And that's what really breaks my heart is if, what if they treat people that aren't as secure as I am with my relationship with God, like someone that's just starting out their pursuit with him, that could have very well easily just like demolished everything that God wanted to have a relationship with me because they severed those ties by treating me badly, if that makes sense. I feel like I'm really going on a rant here, but like I said, I really wanted to share what we went through because I want to be authentic on here and I'm sure there's other people that have been hurt because we're imperfect people and we do hurt each other but you got to make it right and I just think when you're in a position like a preacher of a church you got to like no I'm not a preacher and no I don't know what I would do in that scenario but I would have done things way different than they did I would have gone out of my way if I had to and found Brad and I and been like, can we please work this out? Can we please talk? There's more that's to this story. And I, I really don't want to like come across like I'm bashing them because I'm not. But I do want the whole premises of this to be that I know what it's like to be hurt in a church, but you cannot let that prevent you from having your relationship with God because you got too much to lose at the end of the day. And there will always be some type of person that's going to upset you. And I know it's more devastating when it's someone in the church. It's it's very disheartening because, I mean, in a way, I guess we kind of put them on a pedestal. And that's really not fair of us to put anybody on a pedestal. But especially when you when you're like, well, you're the preacher, so you shouldn't act that way. And to be fair I think as a Christian there's been times I shouldn't have acted a certain way you know what I mean but nonetheless if you have been hurt in a church I am so sorry and there can be reconciliation and your relationship with God if you'd give him a chance I guarantee he'd make it up to you and I also just want to say that Forgiveness is for yourself. And I have to remind myself this all the time. And 
forgiveness doesn't mean like you're saying what that person did to you is okay because it's it's definitely not okay if someone hurt you that's a problem regardless of how silly it may feel if your feelings are hurt or if someone hurt you you're you should absolutely acknowledge it and and you know heal your wounds but at some point you have to let it go because Holding on to that is like poison to your heart. It really is. And like I said, forgiveness sets you free. If you let it go and you, f- you fully come to terms and accept it, you no longer have to be a prisoner of feeling like angry and like frustrated or whatever it is you're feeling because it will keep you captive. It truly does. It's, it's almost like a job to stay angry, I think. Like, Oh, I can't look at that person because I don't like her. But if you really think about it, you're like, man, if I just let it go, then I don't have to worry about not looking at her or him or whatever. And it takes practice, guys, like a lot of things. Forgiveness is a repeated thing you have to practice at because our nature isn't to do that. It's to do the opposite. We, we don't come into this world being forgiving, it's definitely something that has to be developed and I've had to work at it and it's crazy to me too like when I think about like forgiveness I can forgive certain like certain people in my life like so quickly like if Brad and I get in a little fight it's like I'm over it in like a second just tell me you're sorry and I'm sorry we're good and I'm done like I don't even I don't even think about it but then it can be like something like this church thing where I I guess I am sort of battling with, you know, fully forgiving. But even as I talk about it now on here, I feel a lot better. And maybe it was a good thing I did this episode. I really contemplated not doing it. But I am feeling better as I have shared on here. Um, so forgiveness is for yourself. Keep that in mind, guys. And I I read this on the internet, this little thing I'm going to read to you. And it really spoke to me. And it was like, wow, let me read it. And then we'll, I'll talk about it a little bit more. It says, don't worry about the people God removed from your life. He heard conversations you didn't. He saw things you couldn't. And he made moves you wouldn't. And that made me kind of think about our previous church we were involved in because it broke my heart to leave that church. But then I read that and it's like, well, maybe, you know, it's exactly right. Like God heard things, conversations I didn't and he saw things I couldn't and he made moves I wouldn't. So I, I know that everything is going to work out for, for the good. And it just really spoke to me and it doesn't change what happened or says it's okay, but accepting it and letting it go, I can be free. By acknowledging what happened is healthy and learning from this teaches me how I will not be and I will not let this hold me back or stop my pursuit in God. And I know he has big plans and he will make things right. I cannot control what they did and my fear is that they don't do this to anyone else, but I do know that it's going to be okay. All right, so I know this episode was way different than my previous ones, but like I said earlier, I really want to be authentic, 
and on every episode and share things that I'm experiencing and going through. So stick around. You know, next week will be a new episode. I'm trying to do them every week. Thank you guys so much for listening. And, you know, you guys, we can all just be a little light in this dark world despite what we're going through. And I appreciate you guys listening. Thanks so much. And I'll get back to you guys next week. Let your little light shine, guys.